Hello, wonderful people. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Transform Thursdays, where we take your heart, mind, and life to the next level through the word of the Lord. I am so excited for today's conversation that we will be having. But before we get into this week's conversation, I just want to recap a little bit about last week about light in the darkness. I know one of the major things that I said was the fact that Jesus is the grace of God that came as a human being and manifested. And that grace has been given to each and every one of us for us to walk as the light within this world. So in relating that to this week's conversation about comparison, I wanted to just highlight the fact that comparison, unfortunately, is something that we as humans experience at one point of our lives or the other, whether you're comparing your parents to another friend's parent or you're comparing your own self to another person or your parents are comparing you to other children. Unfortunately, it's something that everyone has experienced, though it's not the best thing. I wanted to point out that in the eyes of God, each of us are wonderfully and uniquely created and it's important for each and every one of us to acknowledge that and to accept that Because the grace that has been given to each and every one of us takes into account the giftings and the talents that God gives to us when we were born and when he created us and when he had us in mind, right? So one thing with comparison is the fact that it brings an inferiority complex. It comes from that. It makes people feel as if they are less than whoever they are comparing themselves with. So an example would be, let's say there's a painting of the Mona Lisa and two people, person A and person B, were assigned to paint the painting to recreate it into their own version, right? And person A creates something that maybe looks more like the original and person B creates another thing that is not exactly like the original. And so in that regard it's very easy to just compare both of them and be like person a is the best painter or artist and person b is not but what if i told you that person b had to paint it blindfolded right or had to paint it from the other side of the room with just a reflection but person a was given a direct access to the original painting and as a result was able to paint it as excellently as they did in that case it tells you that there's a lot of things that needs to be considered when comparing people with one another so it is not good to just put a and b together and make a claim that a is better than b because you don't know the facts of the case. You don't know the different things that have been made available to person A or person B. So that's the thing with comparison. It really is a deception because it makes you think that one is at an advantage over another while really it is a deception. And I want to just do a quick study with the book of Jonah based on this fact, right? So the book of Jonah chapter 1, um, from verse 1, I'm going to read it in an NLT version. It says, The Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amitir. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it, because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa, where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. 
He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. So just an overview into the book of Jonah, we end up finding out later on that there's a storm and, you know, Jonah is then thrown out of the ship and thrown into the water. And then he's in the mouth of a big fish for three days and then God takes him out and then he goes to the people of Nineveh and then they repent and then Jonah is sad and that's where the book of Jonah ends. Going back into what I was saying early on, in verse 3, where it really says Jonah found the ship and went on, I bet there were other people at the port too boarding the ship and everyone to themselves just thought, oh, we're all going to Tarshish. That's it. No one knows the background story. No one knew that Jonah was running away from God, right? And perhaps there's a person on the ship that is comparing themselves to Jonah, right? Saying, oh, look at this person just sleeping so calm, so peacefully, right? Because later on, when we read on in the book of Jonah chapter 1, but the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. But at this time, Jonah was sound asleep in the hope. So the captain went down after him. How can you sleep at a time like this he shouted get up and pray to your god maybe he will pay attention to you and spare our lives in this when jonah's sleeping it's so easy for the people on the ship to compare so oh my gosh jonah has so much faith jonah has this jonah has that i wish i was as calm as jonah i wish this i wish that but the fact is the people the sailors are not in the same position as jonah was jonah knew in his heart that he was disobeying god he knew that where he was going was wrong. He should not be on his way to Tarshish. He should not have been on that boat. He should be on the way to Nineveh, which is closer. But he was going a far, far distance away from where God was sending him to, right? And so in that, the people on the on the boat, on the ship, did not know that. They did not know where Jonah was coming from. They did not know that Jonah was disobeying God by going to Tarshish. They all just thought, we're all going to Tarshish together. We're all in this together. So that's the thing. We as people, we don't know people's backgrounds. We don't know the things that they've been through. We don't know the experiences that they've come out of. So by us having an inferiority complex, by believing the lie of the enemy to make us think that, oh, our gifting is not as cool or as good as other people, it's really a deception. We are really doing ourselves a disservice and we should not fall for that. We should not allow the enemy to make us lose the blessings and the giftings and the benefit that comes from what God has given to us as humans and as his children. Rather than us comparing ourselves to others, we should take hold of what we have and recognize that we are all under different journeys, right? My journey and my path is different from yours, whether I'm a twin or I'm not a twin. Like even as a twin, your journey is different. And it's important for us to recognize that because God has created each and every one of us uniquely. We are unique in his sight and he created us for his own pleasure. And he has created us to walk and operate, you know, like the book of Matthew says that we are the light of this world, a city set upon a hill that can never be hidden. We are to show forth that light that is within us. We are to shine. And it's really, really, really important for us to, to not allow the enemy to deceive us anymore, to not allow the enemy to make us feel as if we are less than others. 
just because we don't have a certain gift, right? And so, you know, the famous verse of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 in the NLT that says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. It's a matter of us recognizing what God has said about us and what God has given to us, right? And in claiming that and in stepping into that, as we stand in that, we are able to to know, okay, God, this is what you've given to me. These are the giftings that you've given to me. These are what I have. And I should not be comparing myself with others. I should not allow the enemy to steal the the beauty that you have placed within me by making me feel as if somebody else's own is better than my own, right? And so that is really the cure for for the deception, for the comparison. The cure is appreciating how God has created you. So unique, so beautiful, so, so precious in his sight. A person in whom he delights in, a person in whom he loves and he chose and he wanted to create you and he wanted to make you in, in the wholesome manner that you are. Whether your nose is big, whether your eyes is big, whether you have a lot of hair, whether you have 4C hair, 4B hair, whatever you have, whatever things that are in you, God decided and knew it. Whether you can speak very clearly and so distinctively or whether you can write, whether you can sing, or whether you can't sing, whether you can dance, whatever giftings God has given to you, it's very, very important for us to not allow the enemy to make us think as if somebody else's gift is better than us, that somebody else's gift is much more important than us. Because if not, why would God have created us in the way that he created us? God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't accidentally make someone and say, oh, oops, I accidentally put too much hair. Oops, I accidentally didn't put enough hair, <laughs> right? God God does not do that. And the enemy can make us feel as if he made mistakes, but really he didn't. He knew what he wanted to do. And it is important for us, our, our heart, our souls, to know this, as the book of Psalms says, right? Like, my soul knows this well. Right? We need to stand in that. We need to not allow the enemy to deceive us. We need to not allow the enemy to make us feel as if God really made a mistake because God can't make mistakes. He's not a man. He is not a man. He's not a man. He does not make mistakes, right? And so I really want us to stand in on that because that's how we can really combat and fight the deception of comparison is by knowing in our heart know it in our hearts that he really really did not make any mistakes he really really did not make any mistakes right we see in the book of psalm 139 where it says verse 13 that you have made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb thank you for making me so wonderfully complex your workmanship is marvelous how well i know it i want us to really look into that verse and say it to ourselves each and every day how well i know your workmanship is marvelous god everything within me because even in first corinthians 12 when we realize the giftings that the holy spirit has given to each and every one of us it is for the benefit of the church as a whole first corinthians 12 the 7 says a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other right and verse six it says god works in different ways but it is the same god who does the work in all of us so if god is giving that arm that is more muscular than normal as a female 
just make the most out of it. That's your arm. That's what God is giving you. That's the physique that he's given to you. So you need to acknowledge it and you need to embrace it. And it is really the Holy Spirit that distributes all these gifts. It's really the Holy Spirit that gives us what we have. So by us comparing ourselves, we are in turn saying, oh God, you actually made a mistake and I think what you did was wrong and I wish you did it this way. So you're pretty much saying to God that I know it better than you know and I need you to correct a mistake or I'm going to help you correct a mistake, right? So I'm not saying that there is no not a place for being better and self-development and everything. Of course there is. But of course, it starts, first of all, with acknowledging God. I know you created me and I know your workmanship is marvelous. And this is what you have put within me and this is what I have. But in order to maximize the gift, in order to maximize what you have made in me and made for me and through me, I want to do this so that I can maximize your giftings. Whether, okay, God, I want to learn how to write essays better so that I can maximize my talent of writing or not even a talent, but to maximize being able to write well. Or I want to learn French so that I can maximize conversations, my conversations with people, so I can maximize my speech, so I can maximize all these different things. And it's important to focus coming from a place of thanksgiving, not a place of regrets, not a place of what if, not a place of correction, of correcting God. And so that is just what I wanted to just speak to us about with the whole comparison and it being a deception because we don't really know the journeys of other people and it's important for us to take a hold of the journey that God has granted unto us and the position that he's granted unto us and walk in that journey and really stand in him. I was also reminded of this when I was listening to the Wall Street Journal, um, a podcast on Spotify about the secrets of wealthy women and one of the things that I heard was the fact that as Afro-Caribbean women sometimes or women of color it is very hard to take a hold of the different things that you have done or acknowledge the accomplishments that you've had over your past whether as a leader or in different positions and I think it's something that we need to learn not just Afro-Caribbean women but just people in general and this is not coming from a place of pride but coming from a place of wow, thank you, God, for allowing me to be able to do this and acknowledging that it can only have been done through God. Because if you fail to acknowledge or celebrate your accomplishments, then you always be comparing yourself based on other people's accomplishments and you won't see what you've done as good. You won't celebrate yourself. And in turn, you always think that you are less than or less off than others but if you take time to celebrate the little wins the little victories it will add into what god is doing in you because thanksgiving is very important so coming from a place of thanksgiving and saying thank you god for this accomplishment and not brushing it off and being like oh it's nothing it's just that no you need to take a hold of it and say thank you god for this thank you god i recognize that you've given me the ability to be able to do this and accomplish this and I give you all the glory and I thank you. So that is all I wanted to talk about today. I just hope that this has really blessed us all. 
I know I'm definitely speaking to myself because sometimes it is easy to just compare, but I'm learning to stand in my own lane and realize that we are all really on different journeys and understanding my why I'm doing certain things will really help me to be able to walk in thanksgiving because when I have the word of God backing me up and knowing that this is the word that I have as my foundation and what God has given to me, I know that I can be successful. I know that I don't need to compare myself based on other people's accomplishments because you don't know how they got that accomplishment. You don't know what sort of things they had to do to get there, whether good or bad. And comparing yourself to them can really put yourself as a negative and that is definitely not what God would want for me in the future and in the long run because it is not very sustainable too as well. So that is all I wanted to share for us this week. I hope you have an amazing, amazing, amazing weekend and rest of your week. Make sure you go on our Instagram page and just comment your insights from this episode and one thing that really touched you. I look forward to speaking with you back again next week Thursday. Have an awesome weekend. Bye and God bless you. Mm